Welcome to episode 19 of Mike's Notes. Today, a few lessons that Peter Thiel had for Phil Knight, only 40 years too late. Nike, it turns out, was really similar to a technology company, especially in its early days. There was a core group of founders who had a really specific focus. They didn't have a lot of money. Any money they did, they reinvested into the business. They didn't want to go public. There was little equity. Uh, There was a group of outsiders who found an untapped market. So a lot of what Phil Knight writes about in his memoir, Shoe Dog, is very similar to what Peter Thiel says in his book, Zero to One. So we're going to look at five areas where the advice that Thiel gave was implemented by Phil Knight to create the company that became Nike. One. Thiel writes, quote, Every one of today's most famous and familiar ideas was once unknown and unexpected, end quote. Knight writes, quote, To go out for a three-mile run was something weirdos did, presumably to burn off manic energy, end quote. In his podcast with Tim Ferriss, Mark Andreessen asked, What do the nerds do on the weekends? So both Teal and Knight have found found the idea that secrets matter. To find an untapped segment of the market is really valuable. A recent example of this might be the Fitbit company with the wearable pedometers. Pedometers had been around for a long time, and the idea that activity should be something you do, that you should hit a certain amount of steps or a certain amount of activity each day, was well known by a lot of people. But it wasn't until Fitbit tapped the market for a wrist wearable with lights and integrated with technology until this whole idea of wearables became a popular thing. And that's what Nike did as well. It wasn't common for people to go for a run. Athletes didn't have sponsorships at the time. You just put on whatever shoes you had around for whatever sort of exercise you were going to do. Teal also writes, quote, every moment in business happens only once. And that happens a lot with secrets. When you find something, everybody moves there and it doesn't happen again. Two. Teal writes that secrets are found between the easy and the impossible. That is, if it's easy, everyone is doing it, and if it's impossible, no one thinks to try it. But somewhere in the middle there is where a secret is, and the secret for Nike was there there was a running market that people wanted to run. The secret for PayPal was that there was people who wanted to send electronic payments via eBay. But it's hard to get to those places of secret. There's a challenge to find that hard work that exists between the easy and the impossible. Teal writes, quote, people are scared of secrets because they are scared of being wrong, end quote. In his book, Knight writes, quote, if Blue Ribbon went bust, I'd have no money and I'd be crushed, but I'd also have some valuable wisdom which I could apply to the next business. Wisdom seemed an intangible asset, but an asset all the same, end quote. So Knight has taken Teal's advice about secrets being hard to find, And he's set up this mental framework where even if he loses all of his money, he'll still be able to have something. He'll have the wisdom from that experience. Knight started Nike at a really early age. And so he was able to see this as an investment of his time to gain knowledge. 
In his book, An Astronaut's Guide to Life on Earth, Chris Hadfield talks a lot about creating win-win situations where you do daily work that will give you something and it may lead to a big payoff in the end. So for Hadfield, it was going through the process of becoming an astronaut. And as he gained more skills, that helped him to become an astronaut. But it also helped him improve at his everyday job. Secrets are hard to find. There's this fear of failure that we can have if we look for secrets. So the success that Knight and Teal and Hadfield all had suggests that as you search for secrets, make sure the process is a reward in and of itself. Three. You also have to be a relentless searcher. You have to be a tinkerer. You have to let this thing that you were doing consume at least part of every day. You have to be gradually and constantly improving. Peter Thiel writes, quote, There are many more secrets to find, but they will only yield to relentless searchers. Knight wrote, quote, I'd written a research paper about shoes, and the paper evolved from a run-of-the-mill assignment to an all-out obsession. End quote. My favorite story about this from Nike's experience was the idea of how Bill Bowerman, Knight's co-founder at Nike and head coach of the Oregon track team, discovered the waffle sole for what would become Nike's waffle trainer. And it's a nice series of dominoes. First, there was an alumni who donated a million dollars for a new track at the University of Oregon. Of course, since they were a premier running program, they wanted the latest and greatest track, which was a polyurethane track, the rubber track that you're probably familiar with. Well, after the track was installed, it turned out that they had some extra raw materials, which Bowerman wanted because he was always taking apart shoes and stitching them back together. Knight writes in his book that he was Bowerman's guinea pig because while he was on the team, he wasn't a great runner. So Bowerman would outfit Knight with these new shoes, these new contraptions he came up with so that his best runners would be able to wear them when the competition really got intense. So Bowerman has this extra polyurethane, and one day, after driving back from a meeting with Knight, he's thinking about how he can use this polyurethane, and he's turning this idea over in his mind during his car ride home. The next day is a Sunday, and Bowerman's sitting at the kitchen table, and he's watching his wife make waffles. And he looks at her waffle iron, and he thinks, that's the pattern I need. What would happen if I dumped this extra polyurethane I have into a waffle iron? Well, it turns out that it locks up the waffle iron. So Bell Bowerman ruined the first one. Then he ruined the second one. After that, he took it to an industrial area in Oregon, and they were able to help him create a releasing agent so that he could form the right kind of pattern that he wanted for his shoes. And eventually, this led to the Nike Waffle Trainer, which was one of the first really popular shoes that Nike put out and helped put them on the map. But they only got that idea because Bowerman was constantly messing around with shoes. He was always sewing and trying new materials. Teal writes, quote, The most contrarian thing of all is not to oppose the crowd, but to think for yourself, end quote. Teal doesn't want people to zig if everyone else is zagging. Teal is suggesting that people look into zogging or zugging or zigging or moving in a different way. You don't always want to do the opposite. You don't want to be the contrarian unless that's the right thing to do, unless you find a true secret there. Four. Teal and Knight also had the advantage of having good people work for them. Teal writes, quote, a great company is a conspiracy to change the world, end quote. And Knight lived this 
although he didn't realize it at the time. Knight had what is commonly called missionaries rather than mercenaries working for him. All of the people that ended up coming to Knight and working for Nike ended up giving up higher paying jobs somewhere. That is, they believed in the idea of starting this company. And it wasn't necessarily because they were runners. Of the main group of people, only Knight and Jeff Johnson, his first salesman, were people who regularly ran. Everyone else in the group was either overweight or interested in a different sport or had something else going on. But they all believed in the idea of Nike. That first employee, Jeff Johnson, built their store in California. He ended up putting shoes in his apartment so that he could better familiarize himself with them. He created a area in the store to talk about running and to engage in the process of running. Nike's first lawyer joined them after uh, settling a lawsuit with a distributor, and he could have had a very profitable practice or have been a partner in a firm that he was working for when he handled the Nike case. But he left all that to be Nike's first counsel because he believed in this big idea of selling shoes and everything that that embodied. Five. Culture matters. In the same way that you get mercenaries or you get missionaries, you have to build the culture around your organization. Teal writes, quote, no company has a culture, every company is a culture, end quote. And that was true for Nike as well. In their annual retreats, that core group of founders of which only two were runners, they called themselves the Buttheads. And that was their nickname for themselves because one time one of the core groups said, this is the only group of people I know where if someone walked into a room and yelled, hey, Butthead to us, every head would turn around. And that was the idea that uh, was embodied in Nike. They were all familiar with the joking and drinking and laughing and having a good time as they tried to change the world, as they tried to do all this with just a simple shoe company. Culture is like this. Culture is not a buzzword. It's not something you do. Ben Horowitz writes that culture is not just having yoga at your office. Orrin Hoffman writes about wearing suits that if you want to have a culture, you need to have those suits represent something. You can't just have a dress code, either casual or formal, just for the sake of having a dress code. But the big idea for that really is that that culture represents something. On our recent podcast, Shane Parrish said, quote, You can't just add 20% innovation time to your organization and expect you're going to be Google. No, you have to understand what Google was doing how it fit in their culture, why it was part of their culture, why it worked as part of their culture, and now why it stopped. And you ha further have to map it to the base rate, end quote. So the idea of culture is that it really is just a representative of something. It's what the thing looks like, not how the thing is built or how the thing is constructed. Those are five things that Peter Thiel and Phil Knight had in common. One, that there are secrets out there, and every big thing that we're going to find is built around a secret. Two, secrets exist between the easy and the impossible, and you can't get discouraged when you're looking for that. Three, you have to be a relentless searcher and tinkerer to really find those secrets. Four, good people matter a lot. And five, culture is something more than a buzzword. It's something you do. It's something that has to embody your organization. Thanks for listening to episode 19 of Mike's Notes. Well, that's very nice. Thank you very much. Now, why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? 
It's leave, you idiot. Make like a tree and leave. You sound like a damn fool when you say it wrong. All right, then, leave! And take your book with you.